talking about you with Astra, Season 8, Episode 37. We're here Monday through Friday from 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being with me today. I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. It makes us all better people. Be sure to leave a comment today on Block Talk Radio at the bottom. I hope you're looking, listening to us from there. If not, wherever you're actually listening, please let me know exactly your thoughts and opinions. The new phone number is going to come, believe it or not. Who has the old number? Yes, I suspect it's the insured harassers, just as they took the Skype phone number. Policyholders will be surprised of the common tactics. Yes, we will take on this topic at the beginning of the new year because it's important. But today, make sure you grab a pen, I don't know, pencil, whatever you use, and paper for our show because we're going to ask just three new questions to actually get your mind rolling and actually hopefully make it so that you're more thankful for the month of November. Yes, we do actually. Thanksgiving is one of the holidays we have this month, and it's a great time to think about what we need to be thankful for. So today, our topic is actually going to be thankfulness replaces sadness. And why is that? Because once we get the the attitude, the change in what we project in our own minds to our own souls, it makes a difference what we really decide, what we're going to achieve, how we're going to see our day, how we're going to let things impact us, regardless of where it's coming from, right? So isn't it time to count good things in life? We've heard so much, so much negativity that it has to, we just got to move that negativity to the back of the line. We don't need it up front anymore. And appreciation must prevail because it helps to keep things moving forward where in our lives. That's what's really important. So we're going to take a moment to think about thankfulness and let it replace sadness. Why do so many people today have so much sadness and discouragement in their lives? Personally, I believe it's because we have the wrong leaders in place. And what does that mean? On a local level, the uh, law enforcement, for example, supports insurance through harassment and intimidation and bullying. That's not good for us. And on a federal level, we have so much chaos and confusion and so many lies going on, that's enough to make anybody sad. Now let's just add a few things from your daily life. You know, having a hard time paying things that you you need to pay, you don't have enough resources. All of those things create sadness. But we're going to be thankful. We're going to turn that stuff on its head. We're going to make it so that thankfulness replaces sadness. Now, you know, does the holiday season bring out the sadness in you? For a lot of people, it does. Why? Because they think about family situations that perhaps made them sad or unfortunate situations. Sad and unfortunately, people either lose lost or loved ones on holidays. So it, it can be really tough. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. But today, let's do a little house cleaning and replace that sadness with thankfulness. Okay, we're going to take those cobwebs and place them in the garage or in the garbage. We're, we're going to take all that cobweb and sadness that's inside our souls, and we're going to usher it out. 
And why are we going to do that? Because it's important to live life and look forward to what's happening. And can you do that with a bunch of cobwebs? No. The spiders are even gone, okay? In other words, the suffering or whatever caused those cobwebs to be there, they're not, even, they're, they're, they're not there anymore. So just let's get rid of the cobwebs. Now, sometimes it could have been something that recently happened. It's hard to try to clean out something that we just had happen. So sometimes we just have to let ourselves grieve in those moments, okay? But don't get stuck there. And also remember, when you're grieving, it doesn't mean you cannot have thankfulness. It doesn't mean that something can't happen to make you laugh. In fact, if you're grieving or there's a lot of sadness, Make the decision to watch a lot of funny movies, something that lifts up your spirit or something that actually teaches you about how to make life better. To me, that's really the key thing. So now that we're talking about wiping out those cobwebs that we can, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to list the top three ways you've been victimized, traumatized, or hurt in some way that has hit your soul, okay, because we're, we're going to get down into the deep stuff a little bit today, down in your soul, right, because that's where a lot of the suffering is, so you know what that means, that's where a lot of the healing is, we have to kind of take a look at those hours, you know how sometimes there's a, somebody gets an injury and it's really hard to look at physically, maybe there's blood or something you don't like, but somebody has to be able to go in there and clean out that wound, And sometimes the only one who can clean out your sadness is you. And sometimes to be able to do that, you have to look at that wound, right? So list the top three ways you've been what? Victimized, traumatized, or hurt in some way that's hurt your soul. Okay, so you get your pen, you get your paper out, write those out, take your time. If you need to pause, that's okay. You've got plenty of time because it's important for you to think about those things because it's the only way you're going to get those cobwebs out. It is. And most of us, by a certain age, have had a few wounds, right? And they've they've hurt pretty bad. There's no doubt about that. But one thing about it is they can be cleaned and they can be healed, but we have to take a look at them. Okay. Now, What I want you to do, once you get those three top ways, I want you to take a line like we did yesterday on the other topic and cross each one of them out. Just cross it out. You can cross it out one, two, three times. You can cross it out ten times. If you just really need to get rid of it, hit that pin and just cross it out. And then go to the next, the second one and cross that out. And then go to the third one and cross that out, okay? So I want you to take a look at that and say, I just cleaned out those cobwebs. I just took them out. And when I look at this list or when this hurt comes up or the sadness comes up, I'm going to remember I crossed it out. It's crossed out of my life. I've made the decision it's going to leave me in those positions again. Just cross it out. And if you have to go back and cross it out, 10 more, 20 more times, that's okay. Just cross it out. Anytime it comes up, just cross it out, okay? That's really the key. Now what I want you to do, when you get through crossing it out as many times as you need, okay, because there's there's no number here that's magical. It's within you and your soul, right? I want you to replace those three hurts with three ways to be supported, cared for, 
or actions that create freedom in your soul? How do you make your soul free? What makes you feel free in your soul? What gives you the feeling that you can do the impossible? You know, that's how a lot of impossible things start. No one thinks that they can do the impossible until it's done, right? And it usually takes, isn't it amazing how it takes one person to do the impossible or to break a record? And once that record has been broken by one person, it's amazing how many other people go in and they break that record. It's like it's been a mental block or a block in the soul. But once that's opened up, there's a lot of things that can move through. And that's what you want. You want that soul to be open. You don't want it to be cluttered with cobwebs. You don't want to to make that sadness go through. So you want to think, okay, now, now that I've kind of got that, you know, in the order that I want it to be in, right? So what have you done? You crossed out those cobwebs, those three things that what victimize, traumatize, or hurt you somewhere in your soul, and you've replaced it with three ways to be supported, cared for, or actions that move you to a freedom in your soul. Isn't, isn't that a wonderful thing? So now what you're going to do is you're going to think about thankfulness. Every time you get up in the morning, I'm thankful, number one, that I woke up. Because you don't have to. You don't believe it. All you have to do is look around. Many people didn't. Okay? Maybe I'm thankful because my pain levels, even though I'm injured today, is less than it was yesterday. Right? Or maybe you're thankful because you have to take less medication you did than yesterday. You know, or maybe someone that you really care about came to visit or gave you made a phone call to you. Or you just went out to your favorite restaurant or you went to your favorite park. I mean, or that your car just started for you to get to work. I mean, there's a myriad of every day. Maybe that you're breathing better. Maybe you had trouble with the pollution in the air. Maybe you had a reaction to something you couldn't figure out and it's gone. Maybe you got sick, but you're better now. There's, a, like I say, an endless list to be thankful for. Maybe you're happy because you got a new pair of shoes, or maybe you're happy you just got shoes on, right? Maybe you're outdoors. Maybe you're homeless. Maybe you find a nice, comfortable spot to be today, right? doesn't have to be major things. It can be major things. Maybe you bought a house today. I mean, it really is an endless list. But the thing it is to write three things down today that you're thankful for. Maybe you're happy you have a cell phone. Now, me, I don't know if I'm happy about having cell phones because I personally don't like Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, but I do like being able to get messages. So I have to look at the other side of it. And I love being able to talk with you. Therefore, I am thankful for the cell phone in those ways. So there's always two sides to every coin, right? Two sides. Choose the side that works for you. That's what really matters. Okay, so what are you thankful for right now? Tell me those three things. I'd love to hear them. Do a hashtag, Estra's Radio Show, one, two, and three. Got that? Hashtag Estra's Radio Show. One, two, and three. And then tell me how you felt about cleaning out those cobwebs. Because oftentimes, those cobwebs can get you stuck. All of a sudden, you're just sitting there, you're looking at those cobwebs, and you're splashing them. I'm splashing the microphone, that's funny, instead of the cobwebs. Splashing them off. Yeah, it makes a difference. 
because then you can see yourself. You can feel yourself. You can see what you want, where you're going. There's no interference. It's hard to see through cobwebs. Get them off. No. Do replacements of sadness to thankfulness. Okay? Now, be sure to actually follow me. I'm talking about you with Esther by clicking that follow button right there. If you're looking, I'm talking about you with Esther on Block Talk Radio. Click the button. And then also take a look over on the other side where you can see, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes or RSS feed. You can click on me at Twitter, right? There's just so many other buttons there to click on where you and I can meet up together. Now, before I get, you know how I like to get started on what ha- what's happening in today's news. So I want to get started on there before we really dig into the thankfulness and definitely get rid of that sadness. We ain't got no time for sadness. We need some joy in our lives. We need to be thankful. Not because everything is perfect, right? We're not going to pretend things don't exist that are a problem. Everyone has problems, but how are we going to attack those problems? We're not going to attack them from a point of sadness anymore. We're going to attack them from a point of thankfulness. We're going to be thankful for what we have, and then we're going to make a plan of attack to remove the things that are causing us grief. And one way to do that, by the way, is tomorrow. Tomorrow you go out and you vote for people who believe and are doing the things in this country that make us less sad and more thankful. We don't know people. We don't need people out there lying. I mean, okay. Let me go ahead and get into this. This one that's really got my goat right now is this Georgia. They're talking about that the Democrats have uh, tampered with the, the voting, and we know that's not true. We know it's a lie. We know that the Republican guy more than likely is behind, and they're doing all these deviant tactics to what bully voters, right? They're trying to demonize the Democrats. So if they demonize them, then you will be what? Afraid. Didn't I tell you the closer we got to the election, the more crazy, crazy was going to get? And when people fear that they're going to lose what they have, and it's so strange. We have all these people in Congress that are worried about losing their job, but they're not worried about all these homeless people. They're not worried about all the people Trump just kicked off of Medicare or actually what he actually did. I guess they're getting to the Medicare part. That's a whole other story. But private insurance companies and maybe Medicare as far as we know because they have that advantage where they, have, where they cannot serve you for preexisting conditions. So you sign up for this plan. You're all happy. Yay. I squeezed through my pennies, rubbed them together, and made magic happen. So you're happy to have a, a, a new policy. And then you get sick and they say, we can't help you. It's all on you because your policy does not accept pre-existing conditions. Now, why would Trump be that crazy? Obama wasn't that crazy. He knew that people need help. A lot of people need help, and they need decent, affordable health care. And that's what Obamacare did or the Affordable Care Act, whichever one you call them. It made sure if you got sick, you could not be pimped by the insurance companies. Yes, I said pimped. Because when they can take all the money they need and give it to their stockholders, not pay insurance, right, and then not give you the help you need that you promised, I don't call that an insurance policy or a health insurance. What do you call it? 
That's why I say insured civil rights legislation is so important. Because if it doesn't stop this craziness, don't they know people are dying? They obviously don't care. They've got more stats than we do. They know exactly what happens when they make the decisions they make. And why do they know? Because they spend lots and lots of money researching. So they know exactly what's going to happen, but they obviously are not concerned about you. Okay, so if you're in Georgia and you're voting, vote the way you want. Don't vote out of fear. What do I say? Vote out of faith, faith in yourself, faith in your God, or anything else you have faith in. But don't believe lies, bullying, and intimidation to get you to vote their way. Isn't it amazing how we have been conditioned in America to vote by our fears? What is that about? That's a way of bringing sadness on, right? You want to be courageous. You want to get out the cobwebs of fear. Vote in faith, faith in yourself, faith in people who what tell the truth and don't lie. If you're voting for someone who's constantly lying, you are hurting this country, right? And we're not, I'm not talking about listening to somebody else. You know a lie when you hear it. You know when somebody is not being truthful. Don't pretend to just put your head in the sand like an ostrich, and then you're going to pull it up and everything's going to be okay because the next thing that's going to go are things we can't get back. And that's for real. I'm not talking about being fearful or creating things. Just take a look at what you lost so far. And if things were all that great, you would have what you need. People wouldn't be outdoors. How can we have so much chaos today in America with all the wealth? It's because somebody's taken wealth that doesn't belong to them. It belongs to the 89% of the other people who is not getting the money or the benefits that they deserve. All right. Another thing is talking about that. Tomorrow is election day. So make sure to go out and vote. I don't care if you get to the voting booth and they say, voting booth, and they say, you can't vote. You say, you give me a ballot, I'm going to vote. And make sure I say, Tear off that edge that shows what your voting number is, and then go back and find out if your vote was counted. Because there's been a lot of cheating going along, going on. Why is all this cheating going on? If everybody's so tough and so powerful and their money can do all of that, why cheat? You don't hear about Democrats cheating. Democrats are always out there saying they're trying to do the best for the people, but they can't do it without you. You have to decide you don't want any more cheating anywhere in this country. You have to decide you want our kids to be educated, right? Talking about dumbing down America, if you look around, it's been successful. That was a big mistake, dumbing down America. How are we going to lift ourselves up? Now we're people who, who would rather have money to kept to themselves and make our, our kids so uh, out of it that they can't even – uh, get a job that will support them or their families. Why would anyone in America have to work three jobs or four jobs to survive? And then they look over and they wonder why people are dying or sick or stressed out. But we're not going to go there. We're going to look at the thankfulness. We're going to say we are thankful today for what we have, and we're going to be thankful tomorrow for what we have, and we're going to keep building up on thankfulness. So I challenge you, for the next year, every single day, to say what you're thankful for. And I, I won't guarantee, I have no guarantees, but I, I suspect and I believe 
that by the end of the year, you will be so thankful for good things, they'll just start stacking up. And all that sad garbage and those spider webs will be, your house will be clean. There'll be no spider webs. And if they're new ones, you'll know how to shake them out and get them off of you. And that's really what's important. We don't need the sadness. We've had too much sadness in this country for too long as of late. And that's all why? Well, because of the things that a few people have done in our country that caused us a major recession that set so many people. People are still broke from that recession, right? Obama did do a good job in turning it around. Trump can say thank you to Obama for that right now. We have a long way to go. Until people are able to get the things that they need, that's not going to stop, right? So that's how come we all have to work together and be a team. We have to make this happen. And we have to vote tomorrow. If you don't vote tomorrow, I don't know what your conscience will be like. Do you remember after Trump was elected and people thought, ah, I'm not going to vote. No, 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 no. I'm not going to vote, right? And then what happened after he actually got inaugurated? Millions, not a few, millions of people came out and said, whoa, stop. Okay, we don't need any more of that, okay? So just take yourself to the the voting booth tomorrow, however you can get there. Yes, I know some people have. In some states, there's so much oppression, and they've moved the the ballots. And I mean, it's an endless list of actual oppressive tactics that have been done. But that tells me just how important it is for you. Turn in that ballot. If it's a mail-in ballot, stick it in the mail the, the, the mailbox they have near you. It's really important because on Wednesday, we're all going to wake up with the fact of what we've done. We're all going to. And you know what? It's not going to be like just one of us. It's what what have we all done because that's how teamwork is. That's what a country is. We're a team. We're the USA team. And if we don't all do our part, then there's going to be a hole. And you know what happens when you have a hole? Somebody comes in and tries to fill it, and it won't be people who care about you. So get out there, do your voting. Do it locally in your community and do it on a federal level. Because I'll tell you, if you want to see how much Congress, this Congress has hurt you, go out and use the hashtag Congress hurt us. Hopefully it's still out there. I noticed that insured hackers have a way of when information is about them, it starts to disappear when they think you don't go back to take a look at it. So if you have any problems, let me know because I do keep all of my my actual ones so that when things like that happen, I can repopulate things. But go out and take a look at hashtag Congress hurt us. See what they've been voting on. And I guarantee you, you'll see it hasn't been Main Street. They want to talk about it now because what they're fearful. When they're fearful, they want to change the tune. When it's about you, they could care less unless their money's involved or their livelihood. That's not the American way. The American way is to support each other and protect each other and make life better for everybody. That's what America's about. That's what I hope you're about. And I hope that's why you'll go out and vote because whatever you vote, it's what you believe, and that's what America is about, what we believe in. So thank you for letting me go ahead and uh, uh, put that out there. I had one more other thing here that I was talking about. 
with the election. It talks about don't be played. Remember last week when I mentioned fear tactics would increase the closer we got to election day, and we see that happening. Don't be bullied about how you vote, right, because it's what your voice, your power means using your vote your way. So stay upbeat and go to the and go vote for your candidates and don't listen to the drama and the craziness people are putting out there because they're trying to twist your mind and manipulate you. I think we as Americans are tired of manipulation no matter where it comes from. And particularly I was ticked off about the mainstream media today. They're going out there presenting this stuff like this Georgia, the ballot and like the Democrats have done something. They know that's not true and they're just putting out lies. When we have to worry about the mainstream media putting out lies, it's a problem. That makes an encouragement of when Trump talks about fake news. Why are you putting news out there that you know is a lie? Well, we have to confront it. You have to confront it every hour on the hour ten times. You know, I think America needs to start talking about the things that impact us, what we're worried about, what concerns us, the education system, right? The education system, they have done a number on. They have stolen so much money in every state. Our kids should be geniuses by now if the money had not been stolen. I mean, that's what come I'm getting on that because, and let's not even talk about the kids who have student loans out there from college. I mean, there is so much we could talk about. Gun control, which we know, we're just seeing people just irate to start killing folks. Why? I don't know why they're killing folks. I hope they figure it out because there's no need in killing nobody. It's not worth that. It's not worth you losing your life. Okay. We just need to chill out and think about it. We need to bring that common sense level back to our souls. We need to do that because all of this other stuff is just not working for us. Okay? The reason why it's not working is because it's not who we are. America is a place of justice and democracy. We should not be threatening to harm immigrants, okay? We should not be threatening to harm each other. We should be helping each other. I remember when neighbors would go to the next door and say, do you need something so-and-so? How can I help you so-and-so, right? I remember when churches was a safe place. Anybody was welcome in any church in America. Uh, on Sunday, is it almost the most segregated places in U.S. history at 11 o'clock? Oh, yeah, it still is. But if you wanted to go somewhere, you still could. And you didn't have to be worried about getting shot up. So we have got to think back of who we are, what we stand for, and what we believe. But more importantly, we still have to be courageous. We have, we're, we're not fearful people. We stand and we fight. We're not ones who just look back and say, ooh, we can't do anything. We, nothing brings Americans to our knees. We are standing on our legs, and that's what we need to continue to do. And we start that by being thankful for what we have, thinking about good things in our lives and how we're going to move forward. And when people bring fear and bad talk and negative vibes, let them go. We used to not even deal with people like that. We would just kick them to the curb. And we need to do that also in our congressional or political arena. There's no need for us to have a lot of this negative craziness going on. Send those people home tomorrow. Send them home because they're not helping us. They're hurting us. Don't believe it? Go out and use the what? Hashtag Congress hurts us. 
All right. The last thing I think I wanted to talk about is, you know, right now it's the Medicare sign-up window. So I still want to make sure that you use caution on your policies for pre-existing conditions because that will be most – most of us can't partly afford the insurance, not unless if we get a policy that says that they're not going to pay for pre-existing conditions. And go talk to Trump about this. Why would Trump even make that happen? And then why, again, would he lie and tell us that he was – after he gave all those tax cuts to the rich folks, and he did, gave them all, then he's going to come, well, after the election, I'm going to give you guys a 10%. 10%? He didn't give them 10%. They got millions of 10%. They got so much money, they don't even know what to do with it. And it should be money that's supposed to be in places to help everybody else. All right, that's a whole nother, nother thing, okay? So just make sure about those policies. I'm really worried about people signing up and getting these uh, insurance policies because that means the insurance don't have any integrity either because if they had integrity, they wouldn't be selling them. They know pre-existing, uh, conditions are pre-existing, pre-existing conditions, there are a lot of people with them, and they know people need help. So if they were honest and with integrity, they wouldn't do it either. But what I'd like to, for you to do is if you happen, unfortunately, to get a, an insurance policy that does not accept pre-existing conditions because you thought, oh, this is really cheap, something I can afford, that's not going to do you anything, please use the hashtag Estra's Radio Show or go out on Facebook and talking about you with Estra. Tell me the name of the insurance company, the policy, and what pre-existing condition you had that was not approved for. That's really important because if you do that, you know what? You may not be able to save yourself from that hurt and suffering until you can switch out to a better policy. But you'll stop somebody else from doing the same thing that you did, thinking that you were doing something that was helpful for you and your family. So I repeat, this includes any insurance policies that have the pre-existing condition removed. All right. Boy, did I talk a lot today on those. By the way. You'll have to forgive me. I'm having to use a huge magnifying glass because my uh, my fonts were so low. Thank you. My fonts were so low uh, because my uh, printer was hacked so that I couldn't bring this to you. But it's like I say, I would never tell you. And I, and I what am I thankful for? I'm thankful that my printer did print out the pages, and I'm also thankful for having a magnifying glass. Now, I've never used one, so you have to bear with me going through this but I'm always determined to bring you the things that make your day better. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to start with was why disabled should vote. A lot of times people were ignoring people who were disabled. I'm so glad in most of the things we hear now, disabled people are included when they're talking about political issues and concerns. So I'm very, very happy to do that. And it's important to know, what is the what do the people in your district think about people with disabilities, do they support life getting better, bringing a, hopefully bringing new ideas to make people thankful? I hope so. But let me go ahead and see what this says here. It says, questions to ponder. Which questions is the most important to you? Let's see. Are disabled discounted as non-voting segment of society? And what happens when they do that? When they can a non-voting, that means they don't respect you and they don't care what you need or what's going on with you. So you go out there and you vote for people who will support people with disabilities. Okay, number two, are disabled uh, missing out 
on valuable voting power. If you are disabled and you are not voting tomorrow, then you are letting yourself and other disabled people down. And if you haven't looked into the record of the people to, that are, have they mentioned anything about people that are disabled? Have they said what they would do to protect people who have been injured in collision, like supporting insured civil rights legislation? That would be a great one. Okay, the next one is, will disabled be able to influence public policy that relates to their needs when voices are not heard by politicians, right? So if your politicians are not listening to the disabled, that means that your needs are being ignored. Have disabled been convinced of being incapable of making voting decisions that are in their best interest? Isn't it amazing how people always think of things that try to make it so it's not like just to distract you from what can really be done? Of course disabled people can vote. And yes, they can think about what's in their best interest. They don't need someone else trying to think of that. Will one of the largest voting bases in America be ignored until their recognition of value? In other words, do you know there's over 50 million disabled people in America? That's a lot of disabled people. And did you know that segment is a heck of a voting voice? So it is your voice, your power, and your vote. That means if every disabled person gets out there and vote, we're going to see a lot of things come out the way in which they should. Okay, so go out there and vote. And if you didn't register for this one, vote. Get registered for the next one because you can vote and you have the right to vote. Do you as a disabled or injured person realize major ways of of making your voice heard uh, to vote and not as a victim? Victims, it's hard. You know, America right now seems to have a lot of victims going through all the, the chaos and trauma that's happening. But you don't have to. You might be injured or you might be hurt or you might even be bullied and intimidated through insured harassers with the help of even law enforcement locally. But you can stand up. You don't have to sit there and take it laying down. You can still have a voice and stand up. And if you need, if you're looking for a place to support, please come out to estrescarwreckhelp.com and subscribe. It's really important. By the way, the, still, the book is still available for five bucks if you subscribe, um, and that will, makes a difference. So you don't have to be a victim, right? You don't have to stay there. You can always move out because it's time to take action. Register and vote in elections, and perhaps by voting in local races, too. This will convince politicians you are indeed valuable and capable for your rights, whether injured, disabled, or whatever conditions arise. Some insurance companies will not do as promised for policyholders, such as USAA. That's been my experience with USAA. They do not necessarily do the right thing. So you'll have to see who yours. Will yours do the right thing? I hope they will. But if they don't, I hope that you will actually come out and support insurance civil rights legislation because it matters. All right. So that was why disabled. By the way, all of the articles today are from my blog, Esther Seattle, Official Car Accident. So you can go out and take a look. All right, the next one I wanted to say because one way of getting rid of or actually getting rid of sadness and having thankfulness is what? Stop hurting and start fighting. That's right. You've got to get up 
get those dukes up, not but emotionally and mentally, get into the political arena and say, we're going to change it so it works for us. Okay, so this, in this blog, this article, it says, when insurance companies, employers, SFDI, or anyone else can keep your insured benefits instead of paying out of claim, it's time to stop hurting and start fighting. Amen to that. It's a shame to have to resort to standing up for rights that were promised. Just as women are coming out talking about abuses during our current presidential elections, more individuals will come out and talk about financial abuses suffered at the hands of insurance, right? You got to talk about it. You can't sleep on it. You sleep on it, it'll keep going. Our topic today is concerned with standing up against disability surveillance, which involves more organizations in your community and federally than you realize. And believe me, that's true. Once designated as one of these insurance targets, the game's average individual, the game, the average individual cannot contemplate becomes a reality. In other words, they begin to start working with you. This is one reason why I do not favor insurance companies paying anyone. I believe it should go through you, the policyholder, and you should pay whoever is treating you. And the reason why is when they have the control of who is actually, they're paying them directly, they control them too. So they can bully and harass and intimidate them. You don't believe it? Go actually to your local hospitals and see whose cars are in the parking lot. Right? Is it Medicare, Medicaid? Is it is it uh, Progressive? Is it USAA? Is it Geico? Who's in the parking lot and why? The only ones I would think should be in the parking lot are the people injured or sick, going to emergency, or have family members there. Right? But when somebody decides who gets paid when and why, it's a lot of power. All right, where am I here? It says, once designated as one of the insurance target, once you become a target, by the way, we did a, we did a, uh, something on that a couple weeks ago. I think it's disability surveillance target is you, and it's great to go out and take a listen to. So once designated as the game's average individuals cannot contemplate becomes life's reality. That means once you get on their radar and they don't like what you're saying, you're exposing what they do, then they're harassing you 24-7. It says, let's see here. It says, and unless becoming educated about these organizations' strengths and weaknesses, their employees will attempt to create a great deal of havoc in your life. In other words, when they know you know what they're about, they want to stop you from telling everybody else. I have good news for you. I am thankful that my mouth still works so that I can tell you about the things that these people do to people who are policyholders. In fact, they could be your own or your own insurance company, and they may not treat you right. Okay? So that's one thing you need to know. But what I'm thankful for, thankful for is to be able to talk about it, because the more we educate each other about the circumstances that go on, the better off we all will be. And also, it'll there's so many of us to actually be able to change this. Since everyone actually has to have uh, insurance, there's a lot of cars in America that are insured. We can also just go with companies that actually do the right thing to appreciate getting your money and appreciate taking care of people as they promised. Okay, let's see where we are here. Let's see. From the gambit of finding chewed up popcorn in your movie theater 
ordered to destroy vehicles via a car wreck. Let me see how that goes. Let me go back here. It says, unless becoming educated about these organizations, strengths and weaknesses, these are the ones harassing and bullying you, their employees will attempt to create a great deal of havoc in your life from the gambit of finding chewed up popcorn, which we have found <laughs> in the movie theater, right, to destroying vehicles, had that happen, and also car wrecks. So deviant behavior by these people are not uncommon. So do not be surprised and don't be caught unaware if they decide that they're going to uh, harass, bully, and intimidate you. And the good thing of it is I am thankful for understanding their behavior and actually being willing to share these activities with you, right? So I've experienced a great deal of sadness uh, dealing with the, the crazy things that have happened over seven years, okay? Not one year, not two years, over seven years. And that's why I'm able to share these things with you. And that's why I always talk about documenting things. It's very important. But I took all of those cobwebs and things that they were leaving in my spirit, I cleaned them out. And now I'm sharing them with you because it's important to know what goes down. If you don't know what's going down, it starts happening to you, and you're thinking, what is really going on? It'll blow your mind. But you just keep your soul ready and prepared, and you be courageous, and you stand, and you support insurance civil rights legislation. It'll make a difference. Let's see. Why do harassment and intimidation tactics work against policyholders? Because you, the insured, have not spoken about it, right? Don't be fearful. Be safe. There are very few support systems and communities to aid in the recovery of people involved in car accidents, right? So basically it's kind of like a game from my perspective. Do you think this is uh, by chance? I challenge you to rethink this thought and ask this question. Who benefits when you are struggling with health? Who wins when you are so desperate to keep a roof over your head, have food, and pay monthly bills? The powers of big conglomerates have hurt many a poor folk. The poor in this country make less than 200000 a year, by far, right? Maybe if they're lucky, they make 20000 a year, which includes the majority. You can survive making the average 80 you can survive making the average 80,000 white males make, but not many of us fit the bill and make this money, including a lot of white guys, right? If you're a poor white guy, you know exactly what it is, and you also know usually typically a bit more about the game. What we don't have is money we make for an for our numbers. Actually, it says what we don't have is the money we make for our numbers. So in other words, we should have a lot more money, right? If you take the average income to survive, it's $80,000 a year. Did you know that? So if you're making 20000 10000 15000 and you can't survive and you are needing things constantly and you're stressed out, but you're not going to be stressed out anymore. Why? Because you're going to be thankful. You're going to be thankful what you have today. You're going to do with what you have thankful today, and you're going to keep on adding something to be thankful for every day until you actually move yourself out of all those cobwebs. It's about a mindset. Does it hurt not to have what you, does it hurt not to have what you don't what you need? Yes, it does. When you don't have what when you don't have what you need, it's hard. That's when you, I always go back to that famous Aretha Franklin saying, "Bless her heart, you can't always get what you want." But if you try sometimes, you'll get what you need. 
Isn't that what's important? Getting what you need? Bottom line. All right, let's see here. Congress has been passing legislation that hurt Social Security disability recipients for years. Did you hear that? Congress has been passing legislation that hurt Social Security disability recipients for years, bringing Wall Street closer and closer to getting the money to place in the stock market. So they just want to play with the money, right? And if they lose, there's no big deal off of them. They're not the one losing the money. We are. At least funding they have not gotten their hands on this far, right? They're, they're working on it. If these Republicans get back in, you might want to just kiss it all goodbye. Where are we? At least funding they have not gotten their hands on thus far. Don't believe lies you hear about Social Security going under. This will be true if Wall Street gets their hands on the Social Security funds. Have you noticed this more of an issue with the Republican Congress majority? And it says, remember President George W. Bush tried to get Social Security funds to Wall Street until what? The market crashed soon after the recommendation. By wounds, right? <laughs> so if the money is there, if they would have found a way to get it before the recession, I guess we all would be in trouble about right now because there would be nothing, no way. And it's so amazing that after the stock market crashed, that was only after people became interested in the money for Social Security anyway. Because they had lost theirs and they wanted yours. And they made all, all kind of lies or misstatements to try to get it. So far, they haven't done it. But we don't know what's going to happen after this election, so keep your eyes peeled. Okay, let's see what it says. What can you do to become empowered and start the fight? Here are three things that will not take a lot of your time. Number one, call Congress, right? The phone number is 202-224-3121. Hopefully, you can call them and congratulate the person that wins next week if they're actually up for election. That's important. Tell them you'll be watching the choices they make and what they vote on because they need to know you are going to hold them accountable. And it also says, number two, vote on the November 6th, which is tomorrow, election. If you don't vote, it only hurts you. Many will rejoice in your inactivity to have ignored your calls for help. Many have. You know where they stand, and it's not with you. So do something about it, and don't be, what, complacent. We have no time for that. Right, that's another thing we put in the in the bad bucket. Right, we have buckets for thankfulness and buckets for sadness. We know what we bucket we put complicity in, a uh, complacency in. Number three, when companies harm you in any way, don't go quietly in the night. Scream it from the top of your lungs, and guess what? It will not only be your voice, but many more. Believe me, you've got lots of companies that's built in. Uh, has been silenced up to this point. And why? The simple reason, fear. You know, I don't know where this fear is coming from. Get out of the movement of fear and go into the movement of faith. Fear of real reason. And what's the real reason of fear? Somebody's greed will be exposed. And that's a good thing. The cry from insured suffering will be too loud all around the world. Yes, just not here in America, but it's around the world. Cheating insured should be a crime, and I think that is important because you're always hearing them talk about fraud, fraud this, fraud that. Who's the fraud? They're the fraud. Who's stealing the money? They're stealing the money. It's not us. We're doing the best we can with what we know and how we live. 
right? We, we're just doing the best, just the best we can. And that's what we would continue to do. Don't be afraid by being bullied or tactic. They'll try to stick their fraud on you, but stick it back on them. You stick in faith because that's a faith in yourself, faith in your God, faith in whatever takes you where you need to go. And be thankful, right? So standing up and fighting means empowering yourself. So you can say, I will be thankful for empowering the rest of my life. I will be encouraged and I will be empowered by doing the things I know make a difference, not only for me and my country, my family, my friends, my world. Boy, you know how much we'll be lifted up by us just standing up and fighting and being empowered? That's all it takes. Not just one person, all of us. So get up, get on up, get up, uh, get on up. This is not what James Brown said. Get on the scene with your vote tomorrow, November 6th, because we need it. That's what matters. All right, so as I say, go ahead and support the readership and subscription, even my blog. How can you do that? Go out and leave me a message. Talk about how things are going. It's important to know just what you get out of every show because I'm here to support you because I know how bad it can be being bullied and harassed. But as long as I don't give up, don't you give up. Every day I say something and I just walk right over it. And you know what I say? I say, I thank God for letting me walk over it. I thank God for letting me walk through it. I thank God for giving me the determination and will to continue to be empowered. So whatever gives you strength, you use it and you make a change because we've got to do it together. It is really about us, okay? We're talking about you. That's right. Tomorrow with your vote. So, yeah, go out and subscribe to, you can go out to estrusseattle.com. That's uh, the blog, one of the blogs. You can go out to estruscarwreckhelp.com. Make sure to use the HTTPS because, you know, we've got a lot of unscrupulous people online, and they don't mind hacking into your business. So go ahead and subscribe. I'm also out there on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Right, use the hashtag Estra's Radio Show or talking about you with Estra. Just do a search on any engine in search engine and you'll find us there, no matter how hard they try to erase us. Okay, so do that. Tell me about what you thought about today's show. Tell me about your experiences and tell me, please tell me how when you cleaned out all those cobwebs, how much better life became. Thank you for listening to me today. And I will see you tomorrow, Monday, what time? It's 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right. You be thankful for the rest of your day. Be thankful for the things you can achieve, not the things that you miss. And be thankful to get rid of all of that sadness. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.